We are back, baby. We are back. That's we right. are back. You are looking live. We get after it. You know, we jabber jaw, we go tit for tat, we have our little differences. Let's get funky like a monkey. And here we go. And welcome to the Moose and Roots podcast. This episode one one six of the pod. That's one sixteen. Matt Rooney alongside Joe Musso. We're here to give you a little bit more golf knowledge today. As the PGA Tour comes through Chicago, the FedEx Cup playoffs making their way to Medina for the P for the excuse me BMW Championship. Uh, let's, all the let's biggest get it names, right. all the biggest names in golf in the Chicagoland area. We're going to talk about a little. Uh, golfing that we did of our own this weekend as well we got great responses to the course review podcast we did a week ago uh we're going to give you another one of those this week and uh, it's going to come a little bit more local a little bit more affordable uh maybe some courses that guys have played that listeners have played that gals have played maybe some courses that they haven't so we're going to give you a course review we're going to talk a little pga and we're going to send you on your way as this is really matt the last week kind of without uh, a, a true storyline I mean, in the sporting really world or in the football because, world? Yeah, because I don't. Uh, this week, obviously, we got no college football. A week from Saturday, though, I believe, is you know the week week zero of the college football season. The, the games aren't great, but we still, I think, have uh, what's it? Florida and Miami, which is mm-hmm. two bigger programs. Florida's, I think, preseason number nine, so that that's at least something. We got a little bit something coming up. Also, I do want to apologize. the uh, The Aaron Water Show is here this weekend, and if you hear some <laughs> hear some planes flying by the window, like you might have earlier, like there's nothing I can do about that, folks. So you, you might get a free uh, audio preview of the Aaron Water Water Show as they're practicing uh, somewhat I was, near the uh, the loop at this point. I, I was not briefed on that in our pre show uh, yeah. meeting. So I like to keep things not, fresh. Not I like happy. To, about I like to that. keep you on your toes. I like. I, I, and honestly, I just kind of put two and two together the second time after we started the show, and I heard planes flying by. So. Lovely. Not on me. I don't take you just, that. You just thought you were head. under attack? Just you personally, you were under yeah. attack? You know, it's like we have Tuesday. Uh, yeah, I, let's go with that. I'm going to stop there. Uh, Matt, before we get into our course reviews, let's uh, let's talk a little BMW. Uh, you going out any days? You're going to go see the guys? You got any time? With, uh, I, you uh, know, I'm not. I got to work, you know, Friday, Saturday. Uh, to, sorry, today, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Sunday's, the, uh, Sunday's the off day as much as I, I – Love going to watch some golf, driving out to Medina on my day off, and then walking around there probably is not the most ideal. I probably it's the walking thing that got you, huh? It's the walking, man. You, you it's know, not me the too driving. Well. Don't if, lie. If, if I would have been able to go out to, to Medina and they say, "Hey, here's your cart. Follow whoever you want." Sure, yeah. let's do it. And um, the thing, the thing is that, like, I I have no problem going to a tournament Friday or excuse me Thursday through Sunday or even practice rounds. I don't like being there on Sunday if I'm really no, interested I in the be outcome. Home because watching and seeing what's happening. Yeah, you, you just can't you don't be get, you don't as feel, locked you don't in on what's going on. Going on. Yeah, I'm yeah. totally with you. It's like that's why when we went to the Masters this year, if people forgot, I did go to the Masters this year for a practice. We round. didn't forget. I was actually pretty excited that it was a practice round because I got to go around and see Augusta. I got to go around and see the players, and then I was home and on my couch mm-hmm. in my living room, whatever Thursday to see everything that was going on. Now, if I if I go again if I'm lucky enough to win the lottery again. I'd like it to be like a Thursday or Friday so you can kind of hear that Augusta roar. But that's really the only thing mm-hmm. you missed. I didn't really yeah. miss anything other than that. You still got to see everything. You got to take in everything. So that's where I'm with you. Like Sundays, if it's an important golf tournament I want to watch, keep For me sure. on my couch so I can see what's going on. For sure. And I just um, love my couch. Well, we are 90 minutes away while we are recording this or as we are recording this. 90 minutes away from Tiger's Thursday tea time. 
and he was looking like he was walking gingerly. Uh, he WD'd from last week due to uh, some oblique issues. Didn't look physically ready, but no. haven't heard anything that's indicating that he's not going to play today. I don't know, man. I, he's going to play, and it, it might not go well. I'm kind of just like get me to the go, get me to the off season with Tiger. I was going to say put um, it on ice, but he does have a couple tournaments that he's playing. He's playing out in Japan, a pro am, uh, or excuse me, uh, an invitational out in Japan. I forget what it was called. And then the following week on that same course is playing a match skins game with Rory McIlroy, like a big money skins game they're doing again. So um, I, I just don't, you know, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think the workload is anything that he needs to be messing around with. No, but I guess if that, I mean, some of that's, I guess it's not as high of stakes as this is and what he might be playing for now. So maybe it's a little bit easier on him doing that stuff. Maybe that's just, a, I don't want to say call it casual golf. But if one of them is yeah. a pro am, one of them is just a skins game with Rory, that that is a little bit more of a a one on one thing, at least for the skins. And the pro am is obviously a little bit more casual, so maybe that's just a little bit easier on him. I don't know, but the way things have been trending, really since the U.S. Open, uh, when he didn't play bad, but you kind of saw the body look beat up. Yeah. It, just do, let's get to the off season. Let's be healthy for Augusta 2020. All right. I was let's just say, be healthy like, for Augusta 2020. That's all that matters. We need a repeat. The less we see of Tiger Woods the longer we get to see Tiger Woods. And I, agree. Um, I don't know if seeing him, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see him competitive in a FedEx Cup playoffs just because of the demand of it. And I don't want to because certain years, those are going to be Ryder Cup years. Those are going to be Olympic years. Those are going to be like other situations where it'd be cool to see Tiger playing and be successful. But it's going to be hard to be effective in a Ryder Cup after coming off playing six of the last eight weeks in a FedEx Cup playoff and all these other, you know, opportunities that he has to play. So I'm um, going to be interested to see how he budgets, budgets at all uh, through his mid-40s here and into his late 40s. And uh, hopefully he can stay healthy and healthy enough to maybe just win one tournament a year and have it be uh, the Masters. He'll just be, they'll just be unbeatable at Augusta. Give me, give me a name for this weekend before we get on. We're going to move on here, but just give me one name you, you think you like is going to win. Justin Rose. Doesn't... He's had a really slow season. Um, I think he's in a position – I forget where he's at – in the actual FedEx Cup standings, but it's had a slow season. I don't believe he has a win yet this season, but uh, I was reading a bunch that his swing's starting to get where he wants it. Um, he's been successful. He's played in the biggest moment. I mean, the miracle at Medina. I like I like a guy from either the U.S. or Europe who's played at Medina who knows that course. It's not the longest course in the world, but um, you don't have to bomb and gouge it either. There's a lot of options how to play it when you're as talented as these guys are. I think when you get those options, a guy like Justin Rose really thrives. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go with – Yeah, and this is going to sound like a front-runner pick, but I have a reason behind it. I'm going to take Brooks Kepka because he's been in the media recently like, with all the slow play stuff, and he's kind of been the voice of, of the fast-paced thing, and I think he might just come out in like – fu type mode and just want to yeah prove it's another point. screw you moment for, so it, it's uh, not it, it's not what i'm not picking him because he's the best player in the world but i'm picking him more because how of how good he is combined with he's got some motivation here and i'm mm-hmm. not sure he's going to be all he's all that thrilled about you know going at it in the media with bryson DeChambeau and might just want to come out and, and, and stick it to a few people who bryson yeah. is, is one over through one so it, it, this this thing's lovely not in his head yeah <laughs> Um, that was okay. Can we talk about that for a second? Because that was so interesting to me. So Brooks makes the comments about slow play, obviously directed at Bryson. I don't know if yeah. he ever said his name, but he then everyone knew uh, who he was Bri- talking about Bryson continue or Bryson proceeds to the next morning 
uh, go up to he confronts uh, his caddy. Goes up to Brooks's caddy and says, Brooks, "If he's got something to say, say it to my face." And isn't that kind of he's not he's doing the, the same antithesis of what you're doing right now? And then he went on uh, what's it, Barstool's golf pod podcast foreplay, and like I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I saw a clip, and it was basically like he was finding reasons, like he was trying to defend himself, but saying like. Well, you know, sometimes the the caddies are walking with bags, and it's, some bags are a little bit heavier than others, and sometimes oh you, you walk gosh. a little bit farther from one hole. Well, to another. maybe take and your like, protractor he, out of the bag when you got to play. He, he that's, gave that's this just for practice. It was, it was completely just deflecting and sounding like a guy who like wanted. To I like sound Bryson. Like, it was just sounding like a guy who wanted to like who was trying to deflect the answer and blame everything else, and like he got called out by the the one of the hosts. I forgot which one it was. But I was like, he's basically, you know, you're just sounding like a guy who's like trying to say like, guys, guys, I swear I'm not the slow player. I swear. It was it was I, bizarre. Jim Furyk, four under through five. Live updates. There we in the go. Round, in round one of the BMW. The, also, uh, the type of course that does open it up to a Jim Furyk to a guy yeah, who's kind of Jim Furyk's played this course, I'm sure, a million times. So. Yeah, yeah, so. Um, well, Matt, uh, let's, uh, let's dive into our, our personal golf exploits. Let's do it. Um, uh, we kind of had a unplanned similar weekend. You played in a tournament with a bunch of Wesleyan buddies. I played in a tournament with uh, some Iowa guys. And, and Funny Mike how Manza it worked out on the same group. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, we both are coming off of some competitive golf, uh, experiences. Matt, why, why don't you start us off here? Tell us where you played, uh, give us a little background on the tournament, and then we will do our same scale rating of of each course well i'm gonna i I first got to give credit to a friend of the podcast illinois wesleyan titan garrett van hall he set this all up probably a couple months ago he got you know 16 uh former former titans i believe all of us were were titans there um together you know organized the weekend did some research found a place got us a good rate we eventually went up to settled on devil's head resort wisconsin which is pretty much just a ski resort that has two golf courses on the premises. So it wasn't like you're, you're going to Aaron Hills or, or a place like sand Valley that has three or four courses. And it's strictly just for golf. It was more of like a, a ski resort with some courses, which was, was perfect for kind of the, the degree of player we had. We kind of had all mm-hmm. levels there. The, the, the beginner type, the guys who play all the time, but uh, we, we got up there on Friday. Most of us, some of us played a, a preview 18. We had 36 Saturday where we did a couple format scrambles uh, and then 18 on Sunday, where we kind of divided you, you know, the top two tier of your team to, had uh, had a two on two match, uh, two on two scramble match with, with you know paired up with another top two, and then your bottom four, your bottom four on each team played a four man scramble, which was a nice little way to do it, kind of keep everybody involved, get a chance to score. Um, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and it was only about three hours outside of the city, which was a, a nice pleasant surprise. Yeah, um, I've I've played out there, like you said. Op- opens up to all lit talent levels. Uh, g- give me a rundown who who emerged victorious in this whole. Uh, you know, it, it was it was Team Tiger, uh, which okay. I can uh, which I can Team I can Tiger versus Team Titan. Is it was that Team what it was? Tiger versus Team Titan. Uh, it was the Tiger Titan Classic. It was it was uh, the team I was not on. Unfortunately, I, I'm just gotcha. struggling. It, it was it was see, it was Jeffy. It was Javorka. It was Matt Siegert. It was Ryan Penders, who I hadn't seen in a long time. Good to see Penders again. Uh, TJ Stindy, Steve McGinnis, Mike Heaton, and I'm missing one that's bothering me, but I can't think of it at the moment. Okay. Um, um, and then I was yeah. on a team of myself, Rob Gallick, Garrett Van Hall, Taylor D, Alex Garvey, Dan Durkin, and uh, Sean Truesdale, who was not someone else I hadn't really seen a, a, Truesy, in quite yeah. some time. Yeah, but we, had, we had a fun little time out there. came down to the final day. 
uh, we were within shouting distance and just kind of, we, we couldn't quite close the gap. We, we dug ourselves a little bit too big of a hole, but, but we, we pushed on the last, uh, the last 36 there, the 18, the second 18 on Saturday. That's all you can Sunday, ask. But we, we, we couldn't do it. That's all you can ask. It was ask. part of a, was part of a 10 under scramble group. The second 18, me, Garrett Van Hall and Alex Garvey were just, were sinking putts from everywhere. It was a lot of fun. We, uh, I think we had the low round of the tournament for a scramble. So that was, that was a nice little achievement to hang our hat on. But uh, the, the, the course was a little bit frustrating because we, we there were two courses on the facility. We played both a couple times. And it could have been if they just gave, like, any sort of money into it. It could uh-huh. be turned into, like, a pretty nice golf – like, two pretty nice golf courses. Nothing like a leader. It's a nice piece of land out there. Nice, it's, you know, it's Ski Hill, so you, you have a lot of – you know, some, some elevated tees, which look really cool. You got, yeah, you got a lot of undulation, like you were saying there, but like you're getting up, like there's, they have a signature par three on one of the holes. It's like 180 yards, but it's pretty much straight downhill. So you're hitting uh, like a 180 yard nine iron. Both tee boxes are like essentially like you're teeing up out of a bunker. Huh. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a little bit like if you, if they just put an ounce of, of money and care into the golf course, they could turn it into pretty decent golf course and probably charge a lot more money than they do. But I guess they're doing just fine in the offseason and probably don't have to do it. Okay, so I'm excited to now hear these uh, rankings after that scathing report of the of I the didn't property. say scathing. I did not say I said I like the course. I said it's not – well, let's get to it then. What do you want me – You, you just gave this? a total – I said I like gave a total – like I like him, but he's the most annoying guy I've ever met in my life. That's what you No, just it's, it's more of like uh, you, you see the potential in something. That uh, isn't yes. like they're just—they're not giving it the, the the love and care that it needs, Joe. It's like a flower. You know how beautiful that flower can be, yeah. but if you you put it away in a closet and you don't water it, it's not going to plants. There you go. Right. Just like the golf course, you got to water the golf course. All right, Polly Potential, give me your rankings here. All right, uh, difficulty. There, there were two courses. I would say they're both about the same difficulty ranking. I'd have them right around you know a, a two five. It wasn't anything. It, it wasn't incredibly easy. It wasn't really all that difficult if you were playing fine. It, my, my one recommendation, if you're going out to uh, either of the Devil's Head courses or playing there for the weekend, bring a range finder. Not, not, a, ton mm-hmm. of, uh, not a ton of sprinklers. Not, they don't, do not have the, uh, the GPSs in the cart. So I, I, we, our, our first scramble on Saturday morning pr- played pretty terribly, and it's not totally because of. Mm-hmm. The lack of a range finder, but having a range finder, we would have been a little bit better. It was more of like kind of guessing from shots coming up short. They have a lot of hidden, you know, problems around the green you can't really see. So if you don't know where you're going with it, you, you're going to be in a lot of trouble for this. But I'll give the difficulty a two five. Um, really, just completely average in terms of difficulty. There were some holes that can get you, some holes that were really easy. So despite the uh, perhaps lack of tender love and care that the course was shown, it did, did still have a couple spots that would jump up and get you. Yeah, there, there were some. Did. Yeah, I mean, there, it wasn't like you were just hitting into wide open prayer. I mean, you, you yeah. had high stuff you can you can miss, and if you, you weren't accurate off the tee, you're going to be in some trouble. There was some water in front of some greens here and there. There were some, not not a ton of heavily wooded or your tight, you know, tee shots in terms of trees to the left or right. But you know, there was definitely some problems where if you weren't accurate off the tee, you're going to be in some trouble. But overall, yeah. difficulty was was you know wasn't difficult, wasn't easy, wasn't wasn't a layup either at the same time. Um, all right, you, you gotta, you, yeah, you gotta brief me on. Uh, I forget what even the uh, what our criteria was. We had difficulty. Well, now, we had difficulty. Uh, I'm sorry, I have the list open. I figured yeah. you might as well. Oh, well uh, I, guess, I guess I guessed. Wrong. My hands are full with a nice cup of coffee right we now. Guess, so so I got a, I got a cup of coffee in my left, my laptop in my right, Joe. 
You got difficulty, but you got fairness. Fairness is next, followed by conditions, scenery, amenities, and service. So next you're gonna have fairness. to remind me when I fairness. Um, I mean, it's it's an incredibly fair golf course, so I guess it, you got to have it right around a four eight or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that really speaks too much to the difficulty of it. Um, but there was there was really no holes for the most part where you're looking at and say, wow, this is an unfair shot or this is just a gimmick or or this is something they shouldn't be testing a golfer with. It's just more of like, you know, for, for looks. Like for the most part, greens were in good enough shape. Um, there were no, like, fall. there weren't really any false fronts. There were a couple holes, like I said, on, on one of the 18s that, like, there was a big rock wall at the, you know, that kind of separated, you know, up split fairways here. It, you couldn't really see off the tee, so if you hit it really well, you mm-hmm. might have hit a perfect tee shot that hit a rock and, you know, just kind of randomly sprayed another way, and that, that was the same thing with it. There, there was a green where you kind of dropped off to it, and there were some rocks behind it that you didn't know were there. You might have hit what you thought was a good shot. and, and been Caught a bounce. Because, yeah, but for the most part, other than that, it, it was about as fair of a golf course as you can get with the exception of a couple. So I'm going to give that a 4.8. 4.8 uh, for fairness. Yeah, that's Go out there and get solid, your money's right? worth. Yeah, yeah um, conditions. I guess is going to be the one that's that's going to be knocked pretty down here. I, I gotta. I, I'm not even going to give it a one. I think I'm going to go with zero point nine on conditions. Um, now you know what? I'm, I'm going to change that. I'm going to one point five. I'm going I'm to bump it up a little bit because not all the holes were bad. Just some of the the thing that bothered me most with the conditions is a. It was there were well there were certain greens where there were just complete dirt patches. You know, in certain parts where you kind of had to move your ball if you were in or near them, but. G-U-R, if you will. There, yeah, there were there were certain holes like like that I was telling you, that one par three that, that was you know straight down could be like a signature hole that you put on you know a brochure that looks fantastic and you just walk up and you're teeing off out of a bunker. There yeah. were you know trees kind of hanging over tee boxes and not really by design, more of just kind of laziness. Um, fairways for the most part were fine. Rough for the most part was fine, even though there wasn't too big of a difference between the two. But around the greens and on the tee boxes, the conditions were, were pretty pretty well below par and not in the golf good way. Um, so I'm <laughs> going to give those a – I, I got to give them a 1.5 for conditions. I, I think most of the people that play would probably agree with that. It, it was not uh, by any means a well-kept course. Matt's got a bone to pick with the superintendent. Also, the, the cart paths too, people. Like that's that's a thing. We, we got the, the carts themselves, Joe, I, a lot of the nicer courses or really most courses have somewhat of a restrictor plate on those golf those golf carts so they, they can't yep. get up too high of a speed. You can't be too unsafe. These things had nothing. Like mm-hmm. you could floor this thing and be flying. And they also didn't really keep to uh, the, the, the cart paths in too good a condition. It was there, there were some very hilly cart rides. And I'm not going to say who and where, but there was almost, you know, an incident in which, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there, there, there was at that crew. Yeah. yeah. There were, there were, you know, I'm not not with myself, but with, with with one or two on the course, there was almost an incident of not really just not not doing anything unsafe, just kind of forgetting how fast you were going, going downhill, brakes not being all that great, having you know being being on a second 18 of the day, and then you know meeting with the cart girl a couple times. Um, there were some incidents, and I don't think that was a uh, it was it was some stuff that's easily correctable, and, and really just you know for the safety of the people on your your course, your resort probably should have been taken care of. So the we conditions got, do not deserve a good grade. We got concrete guys. We'll just get out there, lay, lay a little, uh, yeah, lay a little down here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We we're football players. If, if one of us fell, we all got up, but you know, we, it, it was tough. <laughs> all right. So, uh, we've gotten the, uh, we've gotten the fairness. We've gotten the, 
We've got uh, difficulty. The difficulty. We've gotten the conditions. Conditions. Uh, scenery. 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 Uh, it, it, it's a ski resort, and I think you kind of, like I've said, you kind of forget when you get into Wisconsin that once you get in kind of the the, the northern central Wisconsin, that it, it stops being all just flat farmland. There there's becomes a lot of rolling hills there. And while you weren't really on a, a body of water, I thought the scenery was pretty cool. I thought you had a lot of, like I said, elevated tees that gave you some cool looks, some cool views. So I'm going to give the scenery close to, I'm going to go 3.7. Um, okay. It wasn't an elite view by any means because I, there, there's no real big body of water. Um, but but you could see, you know, when the sun was coming down and some of, towards the, the back end of some of those rounds and, and off those elevated tees, you really had some cool views and there were a lot of holes where you can kind of see a lot of the course. Um I, I, I like the scenery a lot. It wasn't anything, you know, elite, but I was right kind of that tier below that. It was, it was some, it was some very good scenery. And you could see in the winter, probably when, when there's snow on the ground, there's no leaves on the ground. It probably, uh, lends to some, some very nice views as well. So I, I like the scenery. I'm going to go 3.7. 3.7 on scenery. So, uh, definitely something to look at out there. And, Surprising after uh, after your scathing report of, of the conditions. It wasn't okay. This conditions were, scathing, <laughs> but that well, that should go to show you though, like they have the land. They have exactly, the property, you have they potential have facility, to make a, a beautiful, like yeah, couple thousand bucks the landscaping, yeah. and you could have yourself a, a very very nice golf course. But you know, there, I guess there was a reason that we paid like two thirty five for the whole weekend. Matt's like, already for, put, for, Matt's already putting together a whole budget. Or, uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just telling you what we did, what it was for. The, we had unlimited golf pretty much for the weekend. We had a bre- two breakfasts and a dinner. That's awesome. Uh, and, you know, room for two nights. And it was, you know, 235. They could, if they made the golf course a little bit nicer, they could, you know, really Jack improve that, up. that golf price. But, yeah. Um, I'm on to amenities. Um, we were a simple group, as I've told you. Uh, we, we were a group that, you know, liked to play golf, uh, liked to, just, to eat, like to eat, like to, like to drink some beverages yeah. and go to sleep. And this pretty much took care of all of that pretty well. Um, it was definitely an older resort. It was, you know, looked like a, a late 80s type setup, you know, early 90s. So you, you didn't feel like you were in a brand new place, but it got the job done. The rooms were nice. The, you know, they weren't great. They were nice enough. They had a bar that stayed open pretty much as late as you wanted. Uh, they stopped serving booze. I think it was like one in the morning, but they... Some of the, uh, not, not myself or most of us, but there were, there were a guy or two in the group that really tested out the limits of how late are they going to keep this bar open. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, they had, they had good food, good beer service. The, the, the cart girls were not out as frequently as I think most of us would have liked, but we still saw them a couple times around, which was nice. Uh, the, the golf course was literally just walking right across the parking lot from the hotel, which I thought was, was a very nice touch too. It wasn't like we all had to, you know, pack into a couple cars, load up the clubs and all that stuff it was, just, you know, get up at seven thirty, walk over and, and you're ready to play at eight would have been nice yeah, to have a driving ideal. range. They did not have the driving range, um, which was the biggest knock against amenities on a golf course. It, it, it's tough to get into a groove when you, when you're still kind of figuring out your swing through three or four holes, but that's kind of the only knock on the amenities. I think I, I, I kind of liked everything. Um, that bar served pizza just about as late as you wanted to, which was also pretty nice. I'm going to give the amenities like a, like a 4.2. Four point two really, amenities. I, again, I, I'm I'm more of a simple high rating. There, there rating. was no spa, so you can't really factor that into it. But but for the <laughs> most part, the amenities had everything I could have asked for. Oh, also, uh, it's it's 2019. Let's get credit card uh, processors on on your carts. Your, your, uh, you oh know, yeah, the, no, the that's carts. A, you gotta have that's that. a big no no. That's that's what's keeping this from being like a four seven on the amenities. It, it's a four two, but the, the driving range you gotta have the the credit card processor on the cart you gotta have. 
Um, but I think you're going uh, into I'll, it, you know, and you just hit up an ATM. I, I think you're you're blurring uh, blurring the line between amenities and service here a little bit. That would I'd, I'd knock service. We're putting on that, that on one. service. Okay, that's I think fine. and I think you're and I think your number. 2. I think your number's a little high on amenities. Uh, you've played okay. some places with some serious amenities, so relatively sure. speaking, I think you're getting a little high there. But uh, let's talk uh, service. Obviously, you know, you said 24-hour pizza, so I assume you're giving this a 5.0. I, I'm not going to go quite there. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to. The service was was just about. I, I'd say it was pretty average. I'd say the golf service was incredibly average. It's the, the service elsewhere was 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 really solid. Um, so I'm going to be hovering right around like a two seven simply because I think you kind of had the the end of both scales. You had you had very nice service off the golf course, you know, in the resort at, at the bar, all you wanted. The golf course was just kind of they had a guy up front who gave you a cooler, a beer if you ordered stuff at the beginning, and you saw a cart girl twice who didn't have a credit card swiper. Yeah, um, you, had, you, you had to bring cash. So that was it was kind of the the opposite of both ends. So I think two seven meeting kind of right in the middle there. Is, is just about fair for the service. But all in all, I wasn't like saying I'm not going to go back there. The service was terrible, complaining a bunch. It was just you know, minor complaints, I think, on the uh, the golf course service. Sounds like a sounds like a solid weekend with some good dudes and a good golf experience. Uh, it, was, it, all up. it was the perfect spot for, for the group we had because, like I said, it was able to challenge some of the better golfers. Uh, at times on certain holes, it was mm-hmm. able to be, it was, it was really fair for the guys who didn't play all that much, who weren't all that great at golf and just kind of out there for a fun time. And, you know, I, I think the way we set things up was really nice. We pretty, we, the, the Saturday when we played 36, both 18 were, were four man scrambles set up with your team. So everybody really had a chance to contribute. And then the, uh, the 18 on Sunday, we pretty much divided your team in half. You had your top four guys and, and your, your bottom, your bottom four. And the bottom fours each played scrambles together and just kind of get, got whatever grades, you know, the best score they could get. The top four in each played, you know, they paired off and, and did a, you know, a two-on-two match play with, you know, the, the, the twosome from the other group. So we kind of had all varying levels of, of competitiveness and even got one round where you're kind of directly in competition with the people, you know, you're playing. Very nice. Um, I think that, uh, you know, these are the types of things that beget tradition too. And that's... Uh, I think we've all we've all pretty much confirmed that this is a this was a great great you know start to this and I don't think any of us are are done we're all really happy it got done because it's something that's you just it's really easy if you plan it early enough in the summer you know hey it's not even it's not even a long weekend it's you know drive up Friday after work you, you leave yeah. Sunday afternoon and get home it's it's just a weekend away. Um, well, this I sounds like a budding we're, tradition. We're gonna, we're gonna be uh, yeah. Tiger, a fantastic one of that. My experience golf wise this weekend. Is a tradition that's taken great root. We call it. It the sounds Rutter like Cup. a tradition unlike any other. Uh, as it's, our, friend, it's our good there. friend Jim Nance might say, "It's up there. It's it's grown from twelve man sides, so twenty four total, to now sixteen man sides. Uh, year five of the Rudder Cup, thirty two men taking the Geneva National Golf Resort by storm. So we are only a uh, only stone's throw away from you guys at Devil's Head. Uh, yeah. But it was, How far uh, is that another... outside the city? About two two just over two hours. I don't know directly from the city, probably closer to like an hour, hour 45, because it's north side of the lake. Yeah. Um, hour okay. 45, I'd oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so, because it's an hour and a half to the lake, and then to get around the lake, you yeah. know, another 20 minutes. But uh, uh, just, a, a compl- uh, just a fantastic experience. It always is. Uh, we've, know, we've come to expect it. Um, it's been at Geneva National all five years. And Geneva that was National, be my next question. Is it, Geneva is it National. Same course every time. Uh, Geneva National boasting three different courses uh, wraps around Lake Como, oddly enough, not Lake Geneva, 
but uh, it's a fantastic property up there. So I'm going to run through my ratings quickly here. Now, we played the Trevino and the uh, Palmer course. Uh, We did not play the Nicholas course. That was the the members course of the day. Did you get Uh, up there on Friday? We did. We got up there on Friday. We do play at USA versus Europe, and teams do not change. The teams Occasionally, someone can't make it. You pick and plug a a player with similar talent level. But I've been Team Europe for the last five years. This is actually – I played year one. Uh, I played year one, and then, you know, life moved. Life got crazy. This was my triumphant return. So I had not played since year one. I was 1-0 year one, coming back to inject a little life into the European squad after two losses. And uh, this group of people is, uh, you know, I've come to know and be close with through our Fenwick friend, listener of the podcast, Mike Mienza, um, his good buddies from Iowa, and then kind of tangentially their group of high school friends. So yeah. a great mixture of guys. But Friday night, you get up there and you stay with your team. I did not see Mienza. I did not see any of the other guys. They stayed with their squad. We stay with our squad. And uh, so, do you, you know, do you have we, cabins up there, or were you, were you staying on site, uh, or, or what's the Jack Kretzi, who was my roommate, Iowa guy, my roommate with Mayenza when I was living in the city, was nice enough to uh, house us. He's got a place at Abbey Springs, so just a nice ten minute ride to the course. Um, but uh, we get there, we we chill at the condo, we talk game plan. Uh, everyone was instructed to bring a few bottles of wine. We got sufficiently wine drunk the night before. You, you know, you know, got to take it easy. So, so we yeah, went with wine. He, he, you gotta, um, you gotta keep it light. You gotta stay light on your feet the next day. And we went out there. We went out there. Everyone's in full uniform, so matching uniforms for the European team, matching u- uniforms for the USA team. And who uh, decides on the uniform? Is that like? A, is that a? Group, oh, that's, uh, that's a, a group decision, yeah. or is that a? Do that's we have a, a captain? That's a, no, we do have captains. The captains uh, are the two scratch golfers of the group that actually year one drafted the teams. Okay. Um, so we uh, we kind of about three four months out start having the uniform conversation and uh we're actually in talks right now of spoiler alert we won uh, i did throughout my this past weekend getting back to sacramento i hit a couple delays and a couple layovers so i uh, jumped on photoshop and there might be a championship t-shirt in the works so Ooh, just like uh, yeah just get to get don't don't be taken don't be taken by uh by surprise if you see one of those on, on instagram or something well, but I will, uh, yeah i'm certainly looking forward to that well, getting to the numbers here, Geneva <laughs> National, just a fantastic uh, plot of land, a, a really great course. You get, you feel like you're playing a couple different types of golf, even on one course. Um, I'm going to give these rankings in totality so we don't have to do both courses. There, uh, It's not like one's links, one's wooded. They do yeah. have different DNAs where one's a little bit more linksy and runs by the water. And um, But uh, I'm going to give us a, a total ranking here. In terms of difficulty, we'll start off in the same vein. Uh, there are some holes that will jump up and bite you that you can, you can make a big number. Now, our format is uh, scramble throughout. We, do, we play it all in one day. We play 36 holes, uh, four different nines. So four points are at stake uh, throughout the day. You can, you can take four points. Um, so we how, have – So are you guys playing with like, – is it a foursome of, of your team? Is it two of your guys against two of theirs on, on all these nine? You switch yes, it's all, every nine? It, it's all two on two. We just switch okay. up. We switch up at 18 – so you're playing another group two on two for two of the points and another group two on two for the other two of the points. Gotcha. But okay. uh, we do switch up format. So front nine is scramble stroke play, back nine is scramble match play. And uh, we went out there, unfortunately, uh, only took one of three points for my team, but the cup was already secured after the second point. We were in a battle and just kind of let our hair down coming down the stretch. I have no doubt we could have taken two. 
Um, but uh, we struggled in stroke play, my, my partner Mitch, Mitch Grant and I. But uh, in terms of difficulty, the course can come up and bite you. There are uh, some holes where it looks like you have room for driver and you don't. Um, a little bit of local knowledge goes a long way and a lot of tiered greens. So if you're on the wrong tier, everything kind of runs back to front or runs uh, high point to water. So being under the hole is huge. Difficulty, I give Geneva National in totality. I mean, some courses are tougher than others, obviously, but um, in totality, I'm going to give it like a 4-1, four, a, four a three okay. nine four one in terms of difficulty. You can, you can go out there and make some big numbers. So uh, definitely, definitely a course that will challenge golfers of all levels. And that's why we like having it out there because there is, again, a varying level of talent out there, uh, myself being somewhere in the middle, upper middle of it. So some good golfers out there as well. Um, in terms of where we go after difficulty, you got fairness, fairness, um, fairness. I, I give it a four, six. Uh, I, at no point felt like the rub of the green was wrong. Maybe some blind shots. Like I said, that you don't really, uh, you don't really know where you're going, but that's not unfair. That's just, that's more just local knowledge. You play the course exactly. enough times, you know how to play it. Exactly. Yeah, it's not, it's not um, an unfair shot. It's just, you didn't know it. A couple runoffs that you have to be aware of, but, uh, yeah, that's why fairness. I, I have no I have no qualms after 36 holes saying that it was unfair. Um, now, I did. The Palmer course that we did not play, that was the members course, I have in the past felt like I caught a couple bad breaks there in, in times before that I've played it. But I will not factor that in. It was not played this year. Um, in terms of fairness, conditions. Little what? conditions, thank you. Maybe you, you just like, you could write these down. You know, it wouldn't be. Uh, you got a computer, got a computer in front of you, I'd imagine. Conditions. Conditions were absolutely pure. It was the lush August golf, Midwest golf. Everything was grown in. Rough was grown in, but not to an unfair level. Fairways were pure. Greens were rolling fantastic for the first 18. I mean, second 18, you get out there late in the day, there's going to be some spike marks. I don't, I don't, uh, it happens. Take that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really put that on the course at all. They're not going to come roll it, uh, yeah. midday. But uh, fantastic conditions, uh, multiple putting greens, mo- uh, large warm-up area, large uh, range. Uh, just really enjoyed the conditions. There were a couple uh, holes where they're trying out new tees. So those tee boxes, while the teeing area was fully developed and perfect, kind of the area surrounded it was still getting some sod. Uh, it's nothing to write home about. I'm going to say in terms of conditions, I give the course a 4.3, um, yeah. 4.4 right in that area just because – um, I am putting this on a scale relative to all the courses that we've played in our lives. And you go mm-hmm. some places that are pure as the driven you snow. Know, um, this is, this is a, just one step behind that and um, maybe pristine uh, in its own right, but does not have the prestige uh, of, of some other courses. But uh, 4.3, 4.4 in terms, of, uh, in terms of conditions. In terms of the uh, amenities, scenery. like, like scenery. A, excuse me, don't, scenery. Don't um, Scenery's gorgeous. I mean, it's Midwestern wooded golf in a lot of places, but then you're working down to Lake Como uh, in some other instances. Their signature hole on the Trevino course is number 16, uh, about a hundred, depending where you're teeing it, uh, 190, anywhere from like a 220 to a 160 yard par three downhill towards the water, boats parked behind it. You're, it's worth the price of admission just to play that hole. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Um, so you're getting some lake views, you're getting some wooded views, you're getting some undulations, uh, in terms of scenery, uh, a four, two, definitely in that same, in that same category, that same range. So I put a four, two on it. Um, in terms of amenities, like I said, everything you need, multiple putting greens, large warm up area. It is a public private. So there are, 
uh, you're as a public golfer getting some private golf amenities, which is yeah. huge. Amenities, I put it at a four seven, four six, four seven. Obviously, you're going to go places where, uh, like we said, otherworldly in terms of clubs. But uh, this is up there for public golf, no doubt. Um, and then uh, service. Anytime you can service 32, 20 somethings and yeah. keep it on the rails, uh, we're happy people. Again, uh, they they knew that they could make some money on their carts uh, that day because uh, we were out there drinking as well. So uh, no doubt they they had extra carts out there, extra cart um, uh, beer carts and everything for us. Um, they knew this being the fifth year that there's going to be some hooping and hollering. There's going to be some music played. Uh, they had no problem with that. They love having us every year. Just great people for eight on service. Uh, my only knock, uh, I don't even know if I have a knock. Um, clubs were clean between 18s, put on carts. Uh, they had tables ready for lunch. Yeah, four eight in terms of service, no doubt. There you go. I mean, this, uh, this sounds like, I mean, you got pretty much every ranking just about the fours except for difficulty. Which I think you broke up nine. there, Matt. You got me? Hello? You, you got, yeah, you got me? Yeah, sorry. I don't know you, what you, you said. Got, that just, no, that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll keep this in here just to show the uh, the, the raw. Um, that was me sipping my coffee. Nature in which we do, and and the door squeak in there too. Uh, <laughs> you, you had pretty much everything right. Difficulty was the only thing that didn't really crack to four, and you had that at a three nine. So it sounds like you had your yeah. Just because there's there's some courses yeah, out there that eat you there alive. That, so to get you, into that four range of difficulty, we can't throw everything into the fours. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I could not rec- recommend the entire property itself more um for those in chicago it's a quick like we said less than two hour drive get out there you can play if you got the steam 36 in a day make mm-hmm. a weekend of it i believe there are some stay and play packages uh we did not do that obviously because we had lodging 10 minutes away and then you know you're on lake geneva in 10 minutes you're you're at chucks you're 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 drinking uh drinking the good stuff and having a good time so What's fantastic experience what, what um, were you drinking uh, they're called transfusions but oh, oh, yeah. they're they're uh, so eloquently referred to as trannies. Uh, that's the short term. That's why I kind of balked at saying it there. But um, it, it, transfusion, it being let's just go short transfusions. for transfusions. Yeah, let's go. It, ju- it just being short for transfusion. I know you know. Twenty nineteen uh, words matter. Um, so uh, we had about twenty transfusions a man, and it's it's a vodka soda with. They have like a special grape cocktail. Yeah, like a grape um, juice. It's not. Cocktail, it's not, no, 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 no. It's juice. not grape juice. It's not grape okay. juice. Okay. It's a special formula that Chucks can only get right. Uh, so we we had about a thousand transfusions as a team, and we hoisted the rudder cup. We chugged beers out of a cup. So uh, we do have a trophy in play here in year five. So it was it was good times all around. Big recommendation we, for Geneva National. We had uh, we had our trophy obviously handed out to to the winning team, Team Tiger. I'm and, pretty uh, sure we, that that we, was a lion, though. It, the that's, that's what I was getting at. We kind of like, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett brought out the trophy. Really, I was like, "Dude, this is a lion." So, it, it, <laughs> which, which is probably pretty fitting for for our group and, and the way uh-huh. we handle things and the way we handle yeah. the weekend. But yeah, the, the Tiger Titan Classic trophy is indeed a lion. Um, I, I, one one thing that also you mentioned the transfusions. I just got to say, being in Wisconsin for the weekend and having pretty much whatever new Glarus beer, whether that be oh, Spotted yeah. Cow or Moon Man right there, pretty much read, read, readily available as, as 312 is or, or any you know, Goose Island is in the city here. That was lovely. That was the drink of choice all weekend. And uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't come back with a couple cases of uh, <laughs> of, of, of select new Glarus beers that some, I picked up at the some gas new station. Some new Glarus in tow, always good. Would you stop at the beer cave there right on 50? No, we uh, uh, you... uh, so I uh, – I also uh, on on Sunday when everybody went home, Matt Seagert and I made the the two hour trek, and I, I will call it a trek because it was literally all just country highways and back roads over to uh, to Kohler, Wisconsin, and played Whistling Straits Monday morning. 
Um, Lovely. Maybe we'll get a review on a review on that one a little bit later. But that was not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart, uh, and not for the uh, the light of checkbook or bank account either. Is that that way to put it? That was a that was a round that um, you know I'm happy I did it the one time, and um, not really going to be one I can afford to do all that often. Yeah, um, but it, it was a lot of fun. But we we just hit up a gas station on the way back, fill up the car. I, I said I needed to go in and buy a bottle of water for the drive home. Mm-hmm. I uh, I came out with a bottle of water and two cases of beer. So lovely. That's that's, that's, that's that what went. a bottle of water means in Wisconsin. So yeah, it's pretty. It's yeah. a, it's a bottle of water, and the the, the gas station times like you uh you heading back to you heading back somewhere. It's like yeah, I was like yeah, I, I, I kind of had to stock up. It's like yeah, like Sunday afternoons, I get like probably oh, nine sure. to 10 That's people who just walk up here going back to Chicago or going back to Minnesota, wherever they're from with yep. like four cases of this. Like, yeah, we had to go well, back on that. It sounds like it was a fantastic time had by all mats, but uh, close to a hundred went... holes played on the weekend, Joe. That's big. Close to 100 That's big. How's the lower back going? Here's a whole buy or sell, buy or sell, uh, 36 in a day. I can buy it. Uh, I, yeah. I, so it, it kind of depends on the weather, for being honest. Like we did 36 in a day. Like when we were in Palm Springs, we did that 36 in a day. Yep. And that wasn't even, you know, 95 and sunny. That was 89, but like kind of desert heat. I would sit, think we all kind of said that was a little much. But the way we did it with it being, you know, it was 36. It, we got nice weather. It was kind of like, you know, high 70s, low 80s. We were both 18s were scrambles, which I think was huge because you're not really like, – the, the shots in a scramble, you're taking pretty much the same amount of shots. They're a little bit less stressful for the most part. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not really thinking as much, just kind of getting up and swinging. Um, it was it was very very doable. And I don't think anyone anyone was complaining or saying, oh, you know, we played too much golf. Whereas after the 36 in Palm Springs, we all had a lot of fun. But for the most part, said, eh, you know, that was that was probably a little bit too much golf. Little little steamy, little yeah. steamy. Yeah, but so I definitely uh, case-by-case case, uh, basis yeah. there. I would agree mm-hmm. with you, but I'm buying 36 for sure. Right, if I, I mean, if as I got much a, this if August golf a, as you can in the Midwest. If I got to choose one or the other, obviously I'm going to buy. I'm not going to say no to more golf usually. But uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say buy or sell the lower back, and right now I'm probably selling the lower back for the next You're selling day. on the lower back? Dude, just for the next <laughs> day, day and a half. We'll be back soon. But you know, the, the body is a little bit sore this weekend. Oh, I'm sure. week, excuse me. There, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of moving pieces, and the, the walk of Whistling Straits probably didn't do me do me much better, or, or do me yeah. very good for for the body that was already uh, in a little bit beat up shape. Well, Matt, you ice up, uh, you get yourself ready because we got a long football season ahead. We got some preview pods coming for the oh, people boy. in the weeks to come. Not next I got week. Next week, when you said that. next week we'll throw you a traditional pod, uh, getting us some buy or sell. We'd love uh, to get back into that mailbag as well. Tide us over until we jump on our college football preview the following week and the NFL preview the week after that. So a couple big pods coming up here for the Moose and Runes podcast. Uh, Matt, before we kick this thing uh, into overdrive and say goodbye, what uh, what do you got to say to the people? No, I'm just going to keep an eye out for those football podcasts. We're going to, again, got any gonna, products we're, to plug? We're, we're, got any new products uh, I, to plug? I don't think I do off the top no. of my head. Um, maybe, is there maybe like Tylenol that kind of sponsored the weekend? That along with, uh, that along with New Glarus. Moose and Runes brought, podcast brought to you by, brought to you by Tom. Episode Believe 116. Liquid uh, yeah, keep an eye out for those football podcasts. Yeah, we're going to, we, we liked our, our picks of the week segment, so that's coming back. And I, we're going to mm-hmm. have a, try and have a nice little twist on that maybe this year but that's definitely gonna be back full force so hopefully we start out hot and if not like we mostly most likely won't uh be sure to fade those picks that we're making early on yeah that's always uh, a good that's always a good approach we're almost there guys we've almost made it we're like eight you know it's nine days here till till actual football starts kicking off so not nine days 
until we got some real live college football action. I, I could not be more excited for it. Can't wait for Matt Rooney. I'm Joe Musso. We'll see you guys soon. May God give you for every storm a rainbow, for every tear a smile, for every care a promise, and a blessing in each trial. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. <laughs> Chicken on the steak was phenomenal. <laughs>